Welcome to episode three of the Underlying Root Causes of Hair Loss podcast. I am your host, Dr. Nikki Lee, owner of Innovative Hair Designs in Seattle Trichology Hair Loss Clinic here in Seattle, Washington. Today's podcast topic is the endocrine system and how the hormones in the endocrine system can affect hair loss. I do want to put this disclaimer out there. This information that I'm going to share with you today is for educational purposes only. And so I recommend that if you are experiencing any of the symptoms that I'm going to talk about, that you call your healthcare physician and make an appointment to get tested and so you can get a proper diagnosis as well as proper treatment. Okay, with that being said, let's begin. What is the endocrine system? So many people come to me with hair loss conditions and they um, many times their endocrine system is not working properly. And I usually find that out uh, during the, well, sometimes I find it out in the, the consultation that um, I usually could tell by the, the, the um, questions that they answer, or how they answer the questions, that there, there, there may be some, there may be some in, um, issues going on with their internal environment. It may not be working properly. And usually when I send off for either blood work or a hair element analysis, uh, I usually find out a little bit more that, okay, their endocrine system is not working properly. So the endocrine system is a network of cells, tissues, organs, and ductless glands that secrete hormones directly into the internal environment. And your internal environment, uh, the internal environment is our bodies. Hormones are uh, chemical messengers used to communicate with targeted cells in the body. And these hormones control processes at every level, such as how the cells use energy from food, our urine production, uh, regulation of blood pressure, and the development of the body in general. So this system stores and produces hormones that release information into the bloodstream. This process is vital because the hormones released from the glands carry chemical data to the cells, which direct the cells' activity. We are just, we are amazing. We are, we are a well-designed organism. And I just think the endocrine system is one of my favorites because it's just, it, it's amazing how, um, how our, our internal environment works and how it communicates with each other. Uh, just how it communicates and and process information and some and and just all the chemical changes that take place that we don't even think about. So, uh, because of this um, this special um, chemical communication, any changes in the internal environment in the body will trigger the endocrine system to secrete more or fewer hormones in order to uh, bring the body back to an internal, uh, yeah, bring a, a balance uh, to the internal environment. And this balance is known as homeostasis. So homeostasis is more of a balanced state. Um, the endocrine system uh, has a feedback mechanism that receives messages about hormone levels in the blood. 
So this system is comprised of cells of the nerve of, of the nervous and endocrine system uh, that use chemical signals which bind to receptor molecules. And these receptor molecules receive are the are the 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 molecules that receive information. So the nervous system released neurotransmitter molecules between the nerve cells and the endocrine system releases hormones into the bloodstream, which carry the messenger molecules throughout the body. This system will allow, will only, uh, I'm sorry, this, uh, so the endocrine system will only send uh, hormones to targeted cells. And these targeted cells are the only cells that will receive the information. Another cell, it won't won't let the information in. <clears throat> and these cells and only the cells have the ability to receive the information delivered uh, to them by the endocrine system. Um, the control center of hormones is the hypothalamus. And the hypothalamus um, uh, also uh, controls or works closely with the pituitary gland. And the, the hypothalamus is uh, what you consider your barometer. So... Um, it also uh, links the brain uh, and the nervous system to the endocrine system. So they work very, very um, closely together. So the pituitary gland is also known as the master gland, and it's the size of a pea, which is amazing because this, this small gland does so much. Uh, it controls many other glands, and it and is the only gland um, the, mat, the pituitary gland is the only gland that makes its own hormones. And these hormones, um, the secreted hormones are controlled by the hypothalamus. So for example, if uh, hormone levels are too high in the blood, the hypothalamus will send negative feedback so less of the hormones is produced by the pituitary gland in the bloodstream. If the hormone level is too low, the hypothalamus will produce more of the hormone, which will trigger the pituitary um, gland to release more of the hormone into the blood. So hormones can have a broad range of effects um, that can cause long-term problems. That can cause long-term problems in the body, such as <clears throat> hair loss and and diabetes. And a a a, a along with a, a, a long host of other um, problems or disorders. For example, Hashimoto's disease is an autoimmune disease that attacks the thyroid gland, hindering the body's ability to produce thyroid hormones and cause inflammation. So a hormone called uh, thyrotropin uh, produced in the hypothalamus controls the release of thyroid stimulating hormone that affects the thyroid hormone uh, production. So when, um, in this case, when the thyroid gland does not produce enough hormones for the body to function properly, a condition called um, hypothyroidism is occurred or occurs. And that's basically what an underactive thyroid is. So hypothyroidism 
is a condition in which the body slows down, in which in which the body slows down due to the uh, reduction of the two uh, thyroid hormones, which is uh, triiodothyronine T3 and thyroxine, known as T4. So these two uh, hormones are responsible for the speed of many metabolic processes in the body, such as breathing, uh, the nervous system, uh, nervous system functions, body temperature, dryness of the skin, development of the brain, heart function, cholesterol levels, and weight. So you can see how important um, the endocrine system is and when it's not working properly, um, what effects it can not only have on your hair, but just on your overall health. So when these hormones are underproduced, the T3 and T4, when they're underproduced, um, the body functions slow down. <clears throat> Symptoms um, of a uh, underactive thyroid includes uh, fatigue, uh, weight gain, constipation, uh, dry, brittle hair, hair loss, and many times the hair loss is more of a diffused hair loss. Um, thickening of the skin, the skin will feel almost like rubber, feel like rubber, um, puffy, swollen face. Um, and, and you, you, you tend to know when, um, cause I know sometimes allergies as well can cause, um, a puffy face and there's other things in the environment that can cause puffy face. But, um, when you have a puffy face along with some of these other symptoms, you may that's when you want to go get checked because it, it could be a thyroid an underactive thyroid uh, problem um, as well as sensitivity to cold and usually if you're if you're usually not sensitive to cold especially when it's when everyone else around you is not cold but you're cold um, there's different there's many different reasons why um, you can be sensitive to cold but an underactive thyroid is uh, one of them. So the cause, what caused this uh, reduction? Um, the cause of this reduction uh, of hormones uh, in Hashimoto's disease is inflammation of the thyroid gland. So the body, for some unknown reason, mistakenly attacks the glands, and that, and because that gland is is inflamed, it's not working properly. Um, you tend to have these um, these conditions um, or these symptoms. So this form, um, this form of thyroid disorder is hereditary and is more prevalent in mature women. So another common cause of hypothyroidism is a lack of the mineral iodine, uh, which is needed in the body to, to make the thyroid, to make thyroid hormones. So a way to ensure the body um, maintains a sufficient amount of iodine is to use iodized salt in foods. Now, I know growing up, um, we used iodized salt a lot, but thyroid also runs in my in my family. Hypothyroidism runs in my family as well as the other uh, form of thyroid, which I'm going to talk about next. Um, and so it made sense versus me now. I, I gear towards more of the sea salt, but... Since thyroid run in my family, hypothyroid run in my family, 
uh, it makes sense to me now why we only used iodized salt um, when I was growing up. So, and in some severe cases of iodine depletion, a concentrated liquid form of iodine is usually prescribed or recommended to neutralize the hypothyroidism and bring it back to a, a to a normal state. And those are usually in um, mild cases. Um, in some cases, uh, medication is given to bring the the thyroid back to balance. So another type of um, hormonal thyroid or in, uh, hormonal ba- imbalance um, as it as it relates to thyroid is your it's called hyperthyroidism. And hyperthyroidism um, is a condition in which the um, the thyroid produces too much of the thyroid hormone T3 and T4 just the opposite of hypothyroidism. So for example, Graves' disease is responsible for three quarters of the case of of the overstimulated thyroid. So Graves' disease is another autoimmune disorder associated with thyroid. Uh, It is a disorder in which the uh, antibodies attack the thyroid causing over and overproduction of hormones. Um... Is highly common in women between the ages of 20 and 50 and is considered one of the most prevalent hormone disorders. And increased uh, increased hormone levels that lead to elevated energy usage can cause uh, weight, uh, weight loss. Um, even if you're not, if you haven't changed your diet and you're not trying to lose weight, you tend to start losing weight and um, you'll have, you tend to have um, rapid irregular heartbeat, uh, insomnia, anxiety, frequent bowel movements, vomiting, inability to keep food down, the shakes, uh, poor concentration and weakness. And so this is, you know, some of these symptoms can be associated with other um imbalances or illnesses. So that's why it's so important to, you know, if you have any, any type of symptom that you go to your, um, your healthcare provider and, um, get checked out because it could be, um, a thyroid condition, especially if it runs in your family. Um, so an auto, uh, an auto antibody is a type of protein the immune system produces that targets one or more of an of an individual's particular protein. So in Hashimoto's disease, some antibodies um, attack other proteins in the thyroid called thyroxine, and some attack enzymes in the thyroid called thyroid peroxidase. So when these um, when the body detects these antibodies, it indicates that uh, the system has been compromised before and then it goes into work. So, um, and in some cases, like I said, a synthetic, fo- a synthetic form of thyroxine is given uh, to regulate the thyroid um, to reduce many symptoms of the disease, including hair loss. And um, usually a, a, an iodine-rich um, diet Um, is recommended to help keep the symptoms under control as well. So that is what uh, partly of what the endocrine system is uh, responsible for as it relates to um, your thyroid. 
And um, many times I, I do want to clarify too with hyperthyroidism, persons usually do not experience hair loss. They experience some of the other symptoms that I recommend as far as the rapid um, heartbeat, anxiety, weight loss, and things like that. Now, usually with hyperthyroidism, um, as far as your hair is concerned, you'll tend to um, um, see a, a, a change or feel a change in the texture of the hair. Um and sometimes people will have both. It'll their thyroid may be hyperactive, and then if that's not if if it goes too long, it may convert into hypo after hypoactive um, because your body is just so so stressed out. And then it starts to under um, it can't keep up, you know, with the activity. So then it starts to underproduce the hormones. And so with hypothyroidism, that's where you tend to um, experience more of the hair loss and the brittleness of your hair and you know the the brittleness of your your nails and uh, the dryness of your skin so I hope that cleared you know I hope that it gave you a little bit of insight on uh, how the endocrine system works and how it relates to um, uh, thyroid and and how thyroid um when you have underactive, when your hormones are imbalanced, how it can affect hair loss. Now, there are other hormones um, that affect hair loss and and other um, illnesses, but I'm gonna. I just wanted to touch bases on um, thyroidism today, and so the other ones will be for another um, broadcast. Well, thank you all for listening. Until next time, you all have a wonderful day.